Welcome to the Color of Ideas podcast. Today I'm going to talk about an idea that I learned when we lived in the country. We lived for 16 years on 26 acres outside a town of a thousand in Texas, about 60 miles south of Dallas. Now for a city girl like me, I was born and raised in Washington, DC, this experience with the country, (laughs) uh, rural life was extraordinary. I'd never known such peace and quiet. And something I began to do, which I'd never done before, was actually start to look and listen. I mean, there, there was virtually no place to go where we lived. I mean, Walmart was 20 minutes away. And neighbors, we didn't, we essentially didn't have neighbors. So there was lots of wildlife, lots of nature, and this peace and quiet thing, which was totally new for me. So I would walk around either on the property, on our little county road, and for the first time in my life, I began to just stand and look at something. It might be a tree. It could be a fence post. It might be uh, a stick. It might be the lousy dirt. Uh, there were certainly plenty of cows to look at. They weren't ours, but, but we did lease the property uh, to a gentleman who had uh, cows. And so what I discovered is that when I would focus on something, let's pick the fence post, just looking at an old wooden fence post. And then you start noticing how the barbed wire is attached. And you start figuring that post has probably been there for 40 or 50 years, maybe longer. I mean, there were a lot of new metal posts, what are called T-posts, but there were a considerable number of these big, I don't know, six inch by six inch weathered wooden things. And it seemed to me the longer you look at something, uh, the more you enter into another level of reality, not just imagining the past, but knowing the detail, looking, that is, looking and observing the details of what's right in front of you. And I believe this is where poetry is born. You know, that if you allow yourself to feel, to experience, to look at anything, uh, whole worlds of reflection are released And if you really get into it, you can actually, I mean, imagine looking at an ant like this or looking at a leaf with this kind of focus. I call it framing the moment. And I could even, or I I even began to not just look at something, but observe and experience the sun and the warmth of the sun on me, feeling the breezes in the country where you don't have any buildings and we were literally on what I would call open prairie, there was always wind. And feeling the wind, feeling the sun, actually becoming aware of the ground supporting me, my weight. I mean, it became a, a revelation in my life. Okay, now, I have begun to apply this frame the moment idea to my artwork. And in particular, this is where I, I made the discovery that when I look at small materials, what I call materials, a soda can, 
um, uh, a paper plate, um, a wooden block. When I gave my attention to one of these, which I call materials, and decided I'm going to challenge myself to release all the creativity I'm capable of to reinvent, rediscover uh, where I can take this soda can or paper plate or whatever I, I have, cardboard box. Now, I didn't think that way initially. I started out with these simple, um, you could call them recycled materials, meaning free, um, only with the idea of let's have fun. And I, I've been having fun like this for about eight months, and which, which is before the pandemic started. Um, when the pandemic started, that's when I created a Facebook page, Easy Art Projects, and I thought, well, I'll share this idea with people so they can have fun and learn about creativity they didn't even know they had. So I initially started that Facebook page thinking, well, I'm going to be a resource for other people, but it really, um, it's become a resource for me. Because what I've discovered is that uh, taking something like paper plates, so now I'm actually buying some paper plates, and I'm challenging myself to do just what I said, to focus on paper plates and to take them to uh, more creativity than I even thought was possible. Uh, initially, I did a little folding and and that was interesting very, very interesting really because the shapes that I was creating with the plates um, I found mind-boggling really and then I began to cut them a little bit more and create more shapes and then I just I decided to start using markers and that's really where a whole new door opened for me. So now I'm at the point of folding, doing a, some cutting, not, not a whole lot, and then using the markers. And I have created six plates, I would say, in the last week, really, which have lit me from within. I am stu stupefied. I am totally bowled over by what I'm doing. Uh, you can go on uh, Instagram and look at one of my uh, pages. I have one called Papered 2020 and I have samples there or you can go to my Facebook page Carolyn Ellis Art and see pictures. But um, I have observed this about these small projects these easy art projects, that the truth is you very much could take any one of the materials I've begun to use. For instance, pizza boxes. I have pizza once a week, and uh -huh, what you can do with a pizza box? Again, it's mind-blowing, just totally mind-blowing. Now, what has happened is that these small projects, I have begun to light my own flame in such a way that uh, sometimes I end up turning a, a small project into a full-scale six-foot by 12-foot work. 
And that's exactly what happened to me uh, in a few weeks ago where I had a four inch by four inch cardboard book and I was uh, repurposing it, I, I call it. You know, it had some little idiot story in it and I, I used the markers to create artwork, not just a graphic or some lines uh, that covered up part of the page, but to actually fill the entire four inch by four inch with markers and create a miniature artwork. And this is new for me. I have repurposed cardboard books before, but I usually left some aspect of the book that you could tell I was just covering part of it and then adding some graphics here and there. No more. This is a, a complete piece. And I'm so, I don't know, moved with what I created on this with the four inch by four inch. So when you open the book, you have four inches by eight inches. So it's two pages, the left and the right. And so that is what I have turned into a six foot by 12 foot. I'm about 80% finished. And I used a lot of green, a color I never used, but for some reason, I tried it on the, the little chunky cardboard book and I am totally blown away. Now, I never started these projects thinking, well, these are gonna be exercises. This is gonna be something that's gonna free up my, my um, creativity for more developed work. But uh, that is beginning to happen, but more than that, more than that, doing these smaller projects has given me so much uh, confidence in myself. You know, when you're standing before a canvas, six feet by 12 feet, let's say, or three feet by four feet, you have a blank canvas in front of you. It can be daunting. Okay, there's nothing daunting about four inches by four inches. There's nothing daunting about these paper plates. It's not even a full-size paper plate. Um, and, and it either had no cost involved or next to nothing. I mean, these chunky cardboard books that I used, yeah, I bought them used, so we're talking about 50 cents. And so I am, it, it's easy to give myself absolute permission. I don't even have to give myself absolute permission because I, I don't have any, there is no burden of, look at how much you invested. There is no burden about, um, are, are you going to mess this up? Now, of course, I overcome that, that thinking all the time when I do my, my abstract artwork, but I don't have anything to overcome when I'm working on small things. So these little projects are just giving me huge confidence to be more daring with my full-size work. And not only that, but some of these little works that I'm, I'm doing I would, are, are actually the, the basis for the big work, this, this six foot by 12 foot. I mean, I am essentially just blowing up uh, the four inch by eight inch. Now, the uh, paper plates, there's no way I'm gonna turn that into a full blown anything. These, these paper plates are, huh, I, you could call them paper sculptures in a way, but there's, it's really the artwork itself and the shape that I create from the, the, the paper plate 
And so I'm sharing all this enthusiasm and joy uh, as a suggestion for everyone who's interested in picking a material, uh, uh, empty soda cans, um, paper plates, cardboard boxes. Uh, the other day I did a rubber ball. I mean, it blew me away again. And taking it to unimaginable stages and levels of creativity. With the paper plate thing, I'm now considering it as a personal challenge. Can I top this? You know, at first I was a little daunted by that. I created a plate, which I, I thought to myself, there's no way. How can I do anything more extraordinary than this? Well, guess what? The next day, you know, now it's like, I can't wait to take this further and further and further. And so this is such a joyful experience for me. I feel like it takes me right back to, you know, toddlerhood in a way. Uh, it's really so easy to do that when you're working on something that you can hold in your hand. And I generally do these small projects in the evening. I'm either watching a documentary, watching a show, uh, watching a movie, and I'm sitting there with this on my lap. I wait till my husband goes to bed, and then I've got, I don't know, three hours where I can, I can go at it. So there you go. Lots of fun for all of us. Catch you next time. So long.